0: nobody wants to live a story that you go to work come home go to work come home go to work come home for for 40 years and then you get to drive a red sports car it's a terribly boring story but so many of us live every single day with the goal of writing that story
1: welcome back to the great conversation we're so glad you're here today we are talking about the difference in living in an experience versus telling a story with your life, living out a story that you would want to read yourself. So um, before we get into it, I hope you enjoy our our, uh, plants that Ben just grabbed real quick because we ran up here to have this conversation. We just got the kids to bed and we needed something to warm up the table. So I hope you enjoy the plants. Yes. All right. So kind of, I think our example that we want to give to kind of help our audience really connect with what we're saying is our breakup story. And so that was definitely an experience I think a lot of people can relate to. Uh, Very painful for us, a lot of confusion, a lot of hurt, misunderstanding we on the other hand got back together you know a lot of breakup stories you don't actually get back together with the person you broke up with and marry them we got back together and we had to continue living out our story and leave that experience as just an experience that experience was something that was of the past it did maybe shape who we are but we can't keep reliving that oh i was hurt are you going to continue to hurt me oh i feel like there was misunderstanding are we going to continue to misunderstand each other So kind of unpack that because this is really your idea.
0: Yeah. The idea of living an experience is allowing an experience to define everything that surrounds either your life or a specific relationship, a job, um, a, I mean, it could be even a type of food. Like I ate this food at Burger King one time and now every time I think of that Burger King food, I wanna throw up because I threw up. You know, it's it's okay. it's living out life as an experience. The experience defines how you feel about anything in the moment and it defines how you move forward or don't move forward.
1: So a lot of people could have that with like childhood trauma.
0: Absolutely yeah okay. yeah absolutely and, and then, this could be
1: like a good or a bad experience right oh
0: totally totally yeah good experiences are, are also an, often a good thing but if it's defining how you're living your life mm-hmm. it often can skew the way you move forward where
1: i was a football player i'm always gonna remember i was a football yes, player yes i often bring up
0: my yeah. my athlete yeah. days and you yeah. you know razz me about yeah. it
1: you know back when i was a professional wake skater exactly. when i was uh 13, 13 years, 14, years old. exactly yeah I'm like okay ben what else what yeah else? what are you
0: doing now <laughs> it versus living your life as a story which experiences Experiences inform your story. Right. But your story is always being written. An experience creates a dynamic of that your story has been wrote. Your story was already
1: written. Written. Yeah.
0: Rather than your story is being written.
1: Okay. So, what makes a good story? Because, like you said, you want, or like I said, quoting you you want a good story you want your life to be a story that you yeah. would want to read or yes. you would want to watch on a movie so it's not just one experience um what what makes a good story like when we're actually living it
0: so Orson Wells defines the the kind of the perfect story of basically this the idea of these balloons you're inflating balloons so you have a balloon you inflate it you inflate it you inflate it and right before it pops mm-hmm. you start to inflate you switch and you start to inflate another balloon so you inflate 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 and right before it pops you start to inflate another balloon and then later in this scene or later in the movie you come back and you pop that balloon Mm -hmm. and then you move forward and then you pop the other balloon and then maybe another balloon inflates and then you move on and then you pop so it's these it's these stories it's these rise and falls it's the scene changes it's the different individuals that interact in your life it's the accomplishments it's the failures it's the defeats, it's the wins. It's everything that makes up your story. It's tension and it's release. It's tension and it's release. Mm, yeah. And so the reason that a good story is full of adventure, not safety, is because tension creates a release. Mm-hmm. And a release can create that that woke moment mm-hmm. that that is worth telling the story. I often tell, tell tell the idea of nobody wants to live a story that you go to work, come home, go to work, come home, go to work, come home for six, for 40 years, and then you get to drive a red sports car. It's a terribly boring story, yeah. but so many of us live every single day with the goal of writing that story. Mm-hmm. So a good, a great story often comes without a narrative mm-hmm. to, to to fall into. Mm-hmm. A great story has to be lived. It has to be created. It has to be fostered.
1: As you go. So, so that's kind of like, as you go, you build, but yeah. you're always saying like, okay, let's build our life. Like, let's have an end goal. This is what I want to do. People need to know what they want to do. Yeah.
0: I would say like, we talked about that like, how do you live a great story? Well, first of all, you have to choose a goal, right? right. You have to you have to figure out what you want your life to look like. Mm-hmm. But then you, you know, thoughtfully mentioned, well, how do you know what you want your life to look like? Right. Because well, you
1: read that, like, it's more about the systems. You just read this in Tools for Titans. Yes, yes. Um, that like, just create systems and every day of like, okay, I have the system, I'm doing it. I don't exactly know why I'm doing it but I think it's going to become something one Absolutely. day.
0: The example that he mentioned in the book was that he was made a system to write a blog every single day or write a blog, I don't know, every other day or something mm-hmm. like that. And, what and when was you say doing, system, you
1: mean like a habit, right? A habit, yeah.
0: exactly. It's a habit rather than a goal. And so the system is to write a blog. Why did he want to write a blog? Well, he wanted to get better at writing. He wanted to ca- capture attention. He wanted to just foster new ideas through his writing and and unpack his ideas Mm -hmm. which then became something he developed a following and after that he was then able to sell a product and so by developing systems you are putting in place learning attention and exploration and that is what helped him inform his story
1: okay but that's like one character in a story that's 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 you you. yeah and so you have all these systems and you think you want to go towards this end goal but you don't know if that's exactly what your life's going to become. So you have all these systems, but what about the interaction of like other characters in the story and like being open to change and the dynamics of like people coming in and causing pain or excitement, or maybe taking you towards a different course or like on another course towards your goal that, you know, you might have or might not have. Like how do people really welcome that while they're, trying to plan their story
0: yeah i think like i've often thought about that in in our relationship you know before we got married i was just gonna bike across the, the united states and just be homeless and beg for money and you know whatever drink at coffee shops, whatever it might be yeah. in. and when we met it gave me a new story to live because mm-hmm. it informed me that life was more than just about the things that i wanted to do it was more just about more than just about being on my bike it gave me It it widened my horizons, so to speak. So I think one thing that helps is having a goal, but then being available for horizon widenings, Mm. you know, because then if if you're open to your horizons widening, I can't say that, you are reading books, you are having conversations, Mm. you're saying, I believe this, what do you believe? Okay, well, that helps me inform that my belief is shifting a little bit. And now Mm. this is my new goal because I didn't realize that that was possible. And I think we talked about that a couple uh, a couple days ago. I said, I didn't even realize it was possible to create videos on YouTube and make that, turn that into, into a full-time living. Mm-hmm. But once I did it, it then opened up a whole nother series of ideas that were initially never even thought of. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's this this have a goal because I'm all about having a goal and a, and a yeah. trajectory, yeah. but allow new uh, Stimula to be introduced to then reform and refactor that goal to be more refined.
1: Yeah. And yeah. that's
0: what creates the story and the exciting thing and the inflation and the pop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think because you are, you're so about your systems like, and I like to come in on. and like Say, well, you know, today's a new day. Maybe we should try something different. And you're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Going that way. And I mean, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing that I come in and bring in like new ideas. I mean, just a simple example is that you were eating breakfast at six o'clock every single day day. For years. For years. And We didn't really, we kind of wanted to change, I wanted to change our diet a little bit. And I was like, hey, you know, I think we maybe should try fasting, intermittent fasting, which would mean that you need to stop eating breakfast. And just a suggestion. And I was like scared to even recommend it because you were so (laughs) about your breakfast. And then one day you were just like, you came to me and you're like, I think I'm going to stop eating breakfast. I think I'm going to start intermittent fasting. And so like that's like a tiny instance of like a moment that, changed so much about our life. Absolutely. And it was just like an experience of me reading a book and like then experimenting on my own. And then it really changed so much. But I do want to kind of go back to the example that we had about the breakup. Yeah. And just how <clears throat> for I know it's really squeaky. I gotta fix that. Um, For us, there was there was so much confusion in the breakup. For me, it was my first Boyfriend and first heartbreak. Yeah. And so there was so much confusion for me. And I spent the summer after our breakup just like trying to filter through and like write out and discover what I felt about the whole situation so that I could move on in a healthy way and I could continue to write my story and not just live in that experience. But I think there's so many people that have an experience and they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to move past. And so like with relationships, Mm -hmm. they take those those feelings of pain or rejection or anger or even good things from a breakup like, oh, my last boyfriend treated me this way in a good way and I'm gonna take that into this next relationship and expect the same from these people. And so how do people, so that was an experience of a breakup, but whether it's like childhood trauma or losing a job that you felt defined you or like being rejected by it, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, examples of just different experiences. Yeah. How do people move past those and not take them into their story, but at the same time, allow it to go into their story because that makes for a more dynamic character.
0: I think there's a big difference between allowing the experience to, to form part of the story and, like we said, having the experience be the experience that you live in forever. And the, the way that you do this is you put to death that day, that person in that moment so for instance when you when we broke up okay that day that we broke up that has the opportunity to die that day dies that day is gone but we can remember what happened on that day mm-hmm. but if as soon as we allow it to die we can move forward with the memory into the story but if we continue to rehash that day and that day is informing everything that we're doing it's it's then controlling us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, like it's not just a memory because who I was the day before the breakup is not the same person that I was the day after the breakup. Like it truly does change, a circumstance can truly change a person, physically, mentally, emotionally, etc., to where the person moves on and they're a new person. And so yes, they the, the day is dead and the person of that day is dead in a sense, because that day can never be relived again. But but still, it's not just a memory like this. The character has changed to a new person.
0: By allowing that character who was on that day to be transformed, you're in essence putting that past person to death and becoming a new person.
1: Yes. That's yeah. in essence
0: what you're saying. Yeah. So that day is passing away. And if, and if you allow it to pass away, then you can move into the new person as right. the story.
1: Right. But I think even more than that, what I was asking is like, so how in a healthy way does a person do that? So yes, seeing the day is dead, seeing that, okay, that is gone. It's over with, but still taking who I am now on the other side of a, a breakup my memory of it how i feel etc i think moving forward it does take a, a lot of self-reflecting not just like ignoring mm. the experience i think people that we know that have had childhood trauma yeah um even you that you had some childhood trauma it's not just ignoring it like we spent a lot of time in the beginning days of our marriage just talking about yeah. what you had experienced because you had made a lot of decision decisions as an adult to yes. not do things because of what you experienced. And yeah. I felt like as, as a person, as a character, you were missing out. And there were things in your story missing yeah. Yeah. because you were choosing to say no to some things because of what you had experienced instead of just overcoming the way that you felt and saying, you know, that was an experience and it did shape the way that I am today, but I can make it a positive. So really doing a lot of self reflecting and
0: having all the information.
1: Yeah. Having all the information, talking to people that maybe were involved in the situation or somebody that can help you that has had a similar circumstance, experience, a lot of writing. That's what I do a lot. Like when I've experienced something that is painful, you do a lot of writing as well. Just like how I feel, what I feel in this moment today, how I felt, how I feel tomorrow, you know, just a lot of writing. Um,
0: Also asking, like you just said, asking people (coughs) who were involved in the experience. So a very neutral topic would be, when I was younger, I went through the loss of real estate with my family. 2008 my family was heavily involved in real estate i was very young all of our money went away we became basically instantly broke and but then when i now as a adult and have my own family hear of the opportunity of real estate i had very negative feelings towards it it's not it doesn't work it's the best way to lose all of your money and so i had this narrative until I then read a book, a few books. And then I went back and I asked my dad, why did we lose all of our money? Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, we did it because of this. And I was like, why'd you do that? Because I read all these books and they said, don't Don't do that. that, And so then it was like, oh, real estate isn't that bad. It's just the way you do it. Mm -hmm. And so that allowed me, Mm -hmm. I could have lived our entire life never even considering real estate as an option because of the trauma I experienced of uh, we lost all of our money mm-hmm. and that wasn't the childhood trauma you're specifically speaking of but that was that was yeah. one that we we're mentioning yeah. and but now because i've gotten the information and i've gone back to the source and i said what happened now i can move forward with confidence saying oh we could do that if we want to yeah it's not going to destroy us right it can be a part of our story right the experience Getting all didn't the information. Inform
1: it. Yeah. yeah yeah that's so true and yeah. that can be for so many things Absolutely. relationships i know that happens all the time like yeah. misunderstanding miscommunication so yeah communicating asking questions, getting all the information, so important.
0: Yeah. The biggest thing that I've noticed, how my ability to tell a better story with my life has grown through our relationship. Because like you said earlier, I require a muse to get me to shift and Mm. kind of tossle up my story. Because otherwise I just get on a jag and I just keep going. Yeah. Which is really good because then the story I'm writing continues to get bigger. Mm. And the thing that I'm doing continues to get better. But if I don't, but what happens is I continue to do the same thing over and over and over. For instance, YouTube. I, I, I have done YouTube for about five years now. But because of you, I've always shaken it. I've always shaken the tree and tried something new. And shaken every about every three to four months. You're like, okay, why do you keep doing that? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should try something different. Mm. So I think having a muse um is extremely important in telling a story with your life because then you're you're questioned on why you're writing that story in that way. Mm, yeah. Why you're putting forth the effort into that piece of the story. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is it gets you to reflect on it mm-hmm. and ref- and 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 say is that the story I need to be telling mm-hmm. or do I need to be doing it slightly different?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that is as the character of your own story being open to that conflict to the change maybe some pain yeah maybe days of just absolute overwhelm of excitement like i didn't expect my story to go this way but yes this is an amazing track that yeah. i'm on yeah and so yeah amuse i think even in the romantic sense is always a welcome in a story yeah that, that a muse is always a beautiful thing
0: i got started in on one thing we you know we were going toward a goal and i stopped and i started working another job and i was like hey maybe this is going to be a, a mm-hmm. part of our story mm-hmm. and it wasn't yeah and it was 6 months wasted but what it showed me was that that wasn't the right track and then i shifted back to the main narrative the main system and kept moving forward mm-hmm. and so you're going to experience these these dips and dives and but if you uh, if you sit in them that's when they become the experience eating out your story when you move forward and get back into the story or you know, pivot, then the story comes back to life. In what way are you living life as an experience? And in what way are you on track to live your life as a story that you want to read? What do you want to read? Live that story. That's something we are talking about constantly. And we wanted to inspire you guys today to live a story worth reading. We'll see you guys in the next episode of The Great Conversation.